Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, everyone. This is Eartha, and I'm back with you with Transition Awareness Breathing. I'm outside trying some new things with our meeting. Welcome back. Being outside is kind of new. It's a change. And what we're going to talk about today, we're going to do a little bit of a recap of what we talked about last time. And then we're going to move in into the meat of our discussion. Last time we talked about the influences of social media on our teenagers. And we talked a lot about the recent report that came out from the United States uh, Surgeon General's report. I have it pulled up right here. And uh, the Surgeon General uh, pointed out that being on social media more than three hours uh, causes a risk to our teens. And so that link with all the details of the Surgeon General's report is in that podcast from last week. And so we're not going to uh, go into any of the details, but I wonder um, just to ask you, how was your week? Did you notice any changes uh, when your children, whether they are uh, small children, um, tweens or teens, did you notice any differences in their feelings, their expressions or behavior uh, before they got onto the social media and then afterwards? If you didn't, it's okay, but this might be something that you can be aware of. And if you are a teen or a tween, hi, maybe ask yourself, how do, how do you feel? How do I feel before I go on to my favorite, uh, social media program? And then after you are finished, how do you feel afterwards? Uh, another thing I'd like to ask and maybe you can uh, ponder is, did you pay attention to how long you were on the social media? So, again, if you didn't pay attention to those three um, observations, maybe pay attention to that this week. and. You know, school is, most schools are out and uh, a lot of families are going to be traveling. So maybe pay attention to the differences that you may be uh, experiencing compared to when you're in your routine pattern of being at home. Compare that to when you're traveling. Okay. And so I think that's important. And I appreciate uh, this new summary that I'm doing with 
all my classes. And I thought I'd do it with my podcast uh, <clears throat> because I think it helps us realize that we are practicing mindfulness more than we give ourselves credit. And that's what I really want to talk with you about today is really bringing your attention, bringing your awareness to your mindfulness practice. Uh, Many studies have been done indicating that once a person has completed a mindfulness training, that their continued practice seems to decrease. And you know, what can we do to help increase our our mindfulness practice after we receive a lot of training? Because it takes time. Uh, I finished a training myself. It's with uh, it was with Gina uh, Beagle, and it was a certification class on uh, stressful teens and instructor certification class. And I appreciate all the information and updated uh, research is very research oriented and uh, new perspectives and some great new activities. And, you know, that's one thing that I like to do is to uh, keep my skills sharp and updated. And, uh, you know, once I finish the training, (laughs) I want to continue to use them because it is an investment and so how how do we do that it's so easy to go through a training and you know we feel good afterwards and sometimes we give our feedback at the end of the class how great the class was and then we go home we go back into our normal routine or we go on vacation and we may think about the practice and then by the time we're finished with our vacation or the or by the time we get back to our normal routine, we find that we're back in the old habits that we used to do. So uh, I I invite you to, to join me and see what we can do different to help help us sustain our practice. Gina Beagle has a activity which she calls a uh, drop in mindfulness practice. And I think a lot of people do this. Uh, I like uh, Gina's title, the drop-in practice. You can you can call it whatever you would like. Uh, but what it is, is no matter what you're doing, and we're, and we're going to practice this practice today. And I'm so happy and excited to uh, bring this practice to you using a video format as well. And so uh, what we're going to do is we pay attention to just three things throughout our day, like right now, because mindfulness is paying attention to the, the now. And not only is it paying attention to the now, but we're paying attention to it in a non-judgment. And as Gina pointed out in our class, that is a non-harmful judgment. Being harmful is not just about 
being physically harmful, but it can also mean being um, harmful in our words, being harmful in our thoughts. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're going to go around with fake smiles on our face and, you know, make uh, statements that are really not true. It means to uh, just kind of let go of any judgment, self-judgments. You know, I'm, I'm not an expert at doing videos. This is not going to turn out right. I mean, you know, we're all learning. And so what I would re- recommend, and I'm going to share my screen with you in a few moments, is to use our approach in a growth mindset perspective that we're all learning. And if one perceives themselves as an expert and they've done this a hundred times before, then I would challenge you to find something new. Find a new perspective. Because oftentimes, um, when we are at a certain level, reach a, a height, we begin to become closed in, to outside uh, perspectives and outside information. I may be wrong, but I'm just putting some food out for thought. And if we keep ourselves in a state of readiness and mindfulness and willingness to learn something that we may not have known before, I think that helps open up positive mindsets and helps stimulate a lot of sparks in our neuroplastic growth, in our in our neurons, in our brain. And that's a lot to say. So let's get started with our practice. I'm going to pull my notebook over here and get a sip of water. I invite you to do the same. Get comfortable. Get a sip of your beverage, tea, coffee, water, whatever. This is not going to take long. Uh, this is a introduced, uh, 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 just kind of uh, briefly introduce you to this practice. And then maybe we can build on it later on. But when we're learning something new, we're not going for perfection, whatever perfection is. I mean, who defines perfection? <laughs> so, uh, but what we can, what we can define is we can try and we can start. So the drop-in practice, we're going to concentrate on three things. We're going to concentrate on our body. We're going to concentrate on our breath. And we're going to concentrate on our mind. Now, because I'm outside, take in uh, any uh, environmental noises that you may hear. And that's what transition awareness breathing is all about. I don't practice mindfulness in a studio. And when I am doing my practice, I'm always not in a quiet environment. And I think that helps strengthen my my practice and strengthen my program. Because uh, distractors 
are things that happen all the time. And I try this also with my students. It gets a little bit challenging, but we continue to practice. So as a drop-in practice right now, pay attention to what's going on with your body. This is a brief body scan. Yeah, we're not going to take the long practice, the formal practice of body scan, but yeah, pay attention to the temperature around you. You know, in your environment, I'm paying attention to the temperature in my environment. I'm outside. It's a bit cloudy. And I feel a little bit hesitant because the clouds are a little bit low and a little bit gray. So I'm a little bit apprehensive and I'm, as you might see, I'm kind of looking over my computer. I'm looking for rain (laughs) since I'm outside on the computer. But I think I got enough time where we can get through our program. So that's what's going on with my body. Uh, And I'm sharing, I'm talking this through so that you can uh, be aware of my practice as I'm going with you. I feel a breeze right now. My feet are are flat on the ground and, you know, it's grass and leaves. And so I'm trying not to move my feet a lot. So there's not a lot of crunching uh, that's going on as I record this program for you. Otherwise, I'm pretty comfortable. And so uh, what's going on with you? I pause, give you a few minutes to kind of take it in. Now let's go to the breath. And we're not going to do a, like a formal uh, counting breath. If you want to, it's okay. But more so, just pay attention to the movements of your body as you breathe. Yeah. Uh, pay attention to the breath and the temperature of your breath. You don't want to change the breath. You know, you don't want to concentrate on the breath. Oftentimes when we're told to you know, concentrate on your breath, you, you tend to kind of feel yourself concentrating on your breath and then you start changing the breath. Let's just take it easy and just, yeah, just take in the breath. And if we are noticing ourselves changing our breath, then we just say, oh, I feel like I'm changing my breath and just let it pass. If there's any distractors around and just realize they are distractors. They're part of part of life. And just realize that we're just going to let those distractors pass. Is your breathing Coming down to it, yeah, it's a regular breath. Now let's move to the mind. And when we talk about the mind, this is according uh, to Gina's guide. When we talk about the mind, we're talking about how we're feeling our thoughts and our emotions. So we've paid attention to our body. We're paying attention to our breath. 
And now we're paying attention to our feelings, our emotions, and our thoughts. And we may have distracting thoughts that will come as as we're practicing. And so, you know, it's like, well, what should I be thinking about? <laughs> Don't think about, just let, just let your thoughts just flow. And, you know, we may be in certain situations, certain uh, stressors may be going on in your life. I know there's stressors going on in my life. and uh, But right now, I'm not going to pay attention to those stressors. If I didn't say I'm not going to acknowledge the stressors and I'm not going to uh, recognize that I have stressors. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let them have the front stage. They have to, they have to stand back those stressors, those um, activities that I have to uh, pay attention to later. And so right now, just going to find a moment for ourselves and just take in a sense of calmness and a sense of peace because we do have this moment. We have the now. And at this moment, you and I, we're just experiencing a few moments of calmness just right now, this minute. So let's just enjoy it. We don't have to get into any special positions. We don't have to do yoga. That we can look around our environment and find a focal point. We can pay attention to our breath as the anchor. And we can enjoy the beauty of just having a moment just to catch our breath. And enjoy the beauty of right now. I see my garden in front of me. And that brings a lot of calmness for, for me. Because I like gardening. <laughs> and uh, things are starting to bloom. Uh, clouds and the blue sky behind the clouds. are To me, is very calming and very relaxing. So, what's going on in your environment? What's bringing you to a calmness? End of exercise. So that was the the drop-in mindfulness practice. And you could do that anytime, anywhere. So, let's say... just. Tracking back to our topic that we talked about last week about being aware of the influences of social media with our teens. You could do a drop-in practice. Yeah, as you're looking at uh, social media, not just teens, anybody, everybody, all of us, you could do a drop-in practice. Be aware of your body, you know. What's going on? Is there any tension? Is there any pressures? Is there relaxation? You know, what you're looking at, is it causing any changes in your, in your body, any stressors? Pay attention to your breath. But pay attention to 
your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions. And remember, as you're paying attention to those things, really be aware of being non-judgmental, being uh, non-judgmental in a non-harmful way in our thoughts and in our judgment. Now, I want to show my, I'm going to share my screen. As I do my drop-in practice, <laughs> um, pay attention to my body and my mind and my breath. Uh, there we go. <laughs> See, it works. In the drop-in practice, as I'm searching, talking through this. Okay. Now, it will be helpful. Okay, this is how I want to go. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. This is what I exactly I want to go over with you. And this is, uh, in, in, my, in, my, uh, in my humble opinion, what makes transition awareness breathing very unique. And I'm, this is a book I'm, I am about finishing up, but I wanted to share the slide with you. I, I, hopefully, I'll get this uh, book. Uh, finalized within this uh, next next uh, 30 days or so and have it available for you. So in our drop-in practice, when we're talking about non-judgmental, we want to relax and just let go. We want to let go. We want to bring in calmness, bring in peace. and. Uh, being aware of our breath and our surroundings. So, uh, so when we're breathing. We don't want to. Pay, we don't have to pay formal formal attention to the breath, but just uh, research has shown that when we're inhaling, the inhale breath is shorter and the exhale breath is longer. It helps promote a little bit more relaxation. And in mindful movements, our body. What you take into your body consumes you. And I think recognizing emotions, recognizing our environment, including social media, recognizing how it influences and affects our body, is just bringing an awareness. So these are just some points that, you know, we can focus in on and what we mean by, you know, focusing on your body. So these are mindful uh, points to focus in on. And then the growth mindset. So what we could do in bringing ourselves to a non-judgmental uh, self-awareness is to take things from a perspective of a growth mindset, a positive mindset. And as I was sharing and trying to bring the... Uh, screen to you so I can share my slide. <laughs> yeah, I had practice. Honestly, I practiced before I started the the pot this podcast and some a different screen popped up that didn't show up before. And so I just talked my th myself through as I share with you through that drop in practice. 
and uh, figuring out, okay, what's going on here? And what I was also doing was keeping a positive mindset, not allowing frustration, fear, or anxiety to take over. And then using, as I, uh, as I did, is making this a learning experience. So instead of looking at stressors or difficulties or challenges as negative experiences, we can reframe that and look at it as a positive learning experience. Because when we're learning something, we are going to have challenges. It's not the first time that it is. I mean, I'm sorry, it is the first time we may be doing something. And so it may not go smoothly. One instructor that I was uh, taking a training from, uh, he phrased it as, uh, his name is Dan, of uh, the app that I'm developing. Uh, Dan calls it the first pancake. So when you're trying something new and you make the first pancake, usually that first pancake doesn't come out perfect, but it's a pancake. So at least you start it. And so here we are, we're trying something new and we're starting. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen. It takes a little longer. So we're paying attention and we're being aware of what we're pushing our button and what we are looking at on our screen. So we're doing a drop-in practice right as we're doing this podcast. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So we did a, a uh, demonstration of a drop-in practice as we're doing this uh, podcast with you using video. So that's pretty cool. And I am so happy and excited to share this with you. I look forward to doing this more often with you. Uh, next time, we'll have a different topic, and then we'll review what we went over today. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for spending your time with me outside in my yard. Uh, I hope this was helpful for you, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Bye. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.